to have passion in life is everything. What's your Everest? Oh, is it yeah. that 200 inch box? They just look so impressive when they're wide. Especially running away. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Eastman's Elevated. It's like a think tank for outdoor activity. Sounds exactly like my hunting. Just always thinking about it, always trying to evolve it and make it better. Here's your host, Brian Barney. Hey, what's happening, guys? Got a brand new Eastman's Elevated for you. Uh, so today, bringing back the live hunts. Uh, recorded this one on my last adventure. Um, I had Tanner Greenfield. He was my my cameraman for this hunt. Uh, so we teamed up. The, the kid really has grit, knowledgeable, good hunter, uh, super talented behind the lens. So you'll hit, hear him on the recording and then... Um, you know, it's a, a live hunt, so it's done in the field. It's just great for, like, capturing the highs and lows and, and uh, uh, capturing, you know, my thoughts on the hunt as we're doing it in real time. So I really enjoyed putting it together. Uh, the audio uh, is decent. You can definitely make out everything and um, hear it clearly. Uh, the second recording, there's a bit of wind noise in there, but hopefully it doesn't take away too much from the, the overall recording. But... Um, yeah, fun to put together, and you know, I don't know if I can quite do this hunt justice. As um, gosh, you get back and get thinking about it, it was just such a great adventure, and it was it was such a grind. I mean, it just took uh, uh, it 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 took total dedication to be able to get it done, uh, day in day out uh, of just putting maximum effort. Uh, so much elevation climb, so many mountain miles covered. Uh, and just huge goes, like mind-bending goes for these bucks. Uh, didn't seem like there was uh, any easy goes for this thing. Like every day you had to look across this huge canyon and you were faced with, you know, 5,000 vert elevation gain and loss or more and then a bunch of miles. And um, just to give yourself a chance, just to give myself a chance at, at some of these bucks I wanted. But uh, we stayed the course. We hunted hard. Uh, it's just a great hunt. Um, it was that that type two fun, you know. It just such a good adventure when you put your everything into it, you know. Um, it was just amazing. So, uh, really happy to be able to capture this, uh, not only for you guys but for myself to listen back to. Um, uh, so, I hope you guys enjoy it. It's a live hunt, Tanner Greenfield. I uh, just want to thank my sponsors real quick. I want to thank High Mountain Seasonings. Uh, High Mountain Seasonings really keeps me alive throughout hunting season. I love their jerky kits. Um, I make some jerky with um, uh, some of last year's meat. I, I pulled out some of the elk meat and sliced it all up and then able to make some jerky. And I use this for my meals as well, cut in smaller chunks that I'll make this noodle dish with. And then I make um, a burrito with and uh, I'll make a rice dish. So I really use this throughout the season, and then I also have the jerky with me. I love the uh, original blend. Um, they have a mesquite blend. The spicy lime is really good. Pepper blend is really good. Uh, probably my favorite is the mandarin teriyaki. Uh, it just has this sweet taste to it. A little bit of bite. It's just great. And then um, they also have um, the other one I like. They've got a, a cracked pepper and garlic, and then... Um, the sweet and spicy is really good. So uh, if you're in the market to make your own jerky, to make your own meals, make sure to check this out through High Mountain Seasoning. They also have everything for all your wild game needs. Uh, they have everything from sausage kits to uh, snack and stick kits. Um, they have steak seasonings and marinades. Uh, they, they literally have it all for wild game needs. So make sure to check them out, High Mountain Seasoning. I also want to thank Sig Sauer Optics. Uh, Sig Sauer Optics is just doing a fantastic job with their optics. Uh, the the newest optics that I'm sold on that I used for this past hunt um, is image stabilizing binos. Uh, I don't know of anybody else that are that are making these. They're not that expensive. They have good glass in them. But just being able to stabilize that image when you get to a windy ridge or when you sit down, it's like glassing off a tripod all the time. Uh, so they have their 10 by 30s and then they have some 15 by 42s. I packed them both with me on this last trip and they just turned up a, a lot of game animals for me. So I'm super impressed. It's like new technology uh, that I'm real psyched to use. But if you like their standard binos, they're really competing with all the high end optics on the market like a. Uh, um, I, I'm so impressed. Uh, I run their 11 by 45s. 
And then I also run their 15 by 56s, um, just such high-end optics. Uh, those 15s are awesome off a tripod and have created a bunch of opportunities for me. I'm also super impressed with their spotting scope. They run a 27 by 55 by 80, one of the clearest scopes I've ever looked through. Uh, really competes with all that high-end glass, so super impressed by that. And then rifle scopes, uh, have one on my new rifle. Uh, rangefinders best on the market I actually just got a brand new one and I didn't think you know I thought mine uh, I really like my Sig Sauer rangefinder but they came out with this new Kilo 5k which is a newer improved version the glass is so good in it powerful laser to shoot through grass and you can choose a first best or last uh, priority target and so I have last on there so it'll shoot through grass angle compensating for us bow hunters uh, it also has a setting on it that has a fog setting. And I once had a big buck in range that I could not get a range on because of fog. And if I would have had this new rangefinder, that would have been a dead wide 30-inch four-point, you know. So uh, just some great features, a great rangefinder. Again, that has that BDX system that will talk to the app on your phone, to your rifle scope, to show you the exact hold on there. So uh, just great products by Sig Sauer. I can't say enough good things. So if you're in the market for uh, anything optics, make sure to take a minute and look through Sig Sauer and what they're producing as it's uh, uh, just great quality. So thanks to those guys for their support. Uh, over there at Eastman's, uh, make sure to check out, uh, we got a new Beyond the Grid that just dropped, so that's our internet TV show. They released uh, one of my Idaho hunts from 2017, uh, great buck, and just this really killer shot through this window in the trees, so super pumped to put that out. I'm a little bit younger. I'm not as good at talking into the camera, but uh, it's still made for a good video. So that's out on Beyond the Grid now. Uh, you can see episodes come out each and every week on there. Uh, I have some more that will be releasing that um, were originally on the Outdoor Channel and some that have, have never been aired. Uh, I saw one of my early season hunts that's all cut uh, from last year. It's a high country hunt. It's a really good one. I can't wait to to see that one released to you guys. So uh, make sure to check that out. You can also follow us on the Outdoor Channel. Check out the magazines. We have that promo code ELEVATED321. That'll get you both magazines for $50 plus an Outdoor Edge knife. Uh, make sure to check out Tag Hub. Uh, that's our internet research tool where we compile all that data from all the western states and all those tags to give you guys a good understanding of the opportunities out west. Uh, so make sure to check that out. And with that, we're just, um, we're in hunting season. It's here. So uh, uh, going to release this live hunt to you. Just an absolutely awesome adventure that I'm, I'm still reliving each and every day. Uh, it's just amazing to be able to, to use all that training, all that preparation, and then go cut loose in the mountains. And um, Tanner just did an awesome job. That guy has some grit. And uh, he was with me every step of the way. And um, it was just amazing. I hope you enjoy it. It's um. It's it's real, it's authentic, and it's how it happened. So, uh, Tanner Greenfield, this is Eastman's Elevated. This is a live hunt. I'm your host, Brian Barney. Here we go. Okay, here we go. So, just starting the first hunt of the year, high country mule deer. So, um, I'm with uh, Tanner Greenfield. He's my new partner, new cameraman. Doing good, dude. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're climbing in here. So we left um, last night. He met me at my house, and then um, we took off about 5.30, 6 o'clock, something like that. Yeah, not yeah. too late that last night. <clears throat> yep. And so we drove till about midnight or 1 o'clock until we got tired and then found a little piece of state land right off the highway. Like, we heard a few semis going by. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> a little cowboy camping. Yeah, we threw out the canvas and just laid on top of that. They didn't have any rain in the forecast. So we caught some sleep. We actually got probably five or six hours. So feeling good today. We drove to our jump-off point, and uh, there's no trail where we're jumping off. It's all off-trail. Um, so we had to fight some brush coming up and it's, I think we've only gone three miles in about two hours or so, but it's straight up, huh? But it's mountain hunting. It is. Feels like five. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it's not a bunch of miles, but we've already climbed 2,400 feet of elevation. We got 1,200 feet more to go to make the top. And then we're going to climb over the top and probably drop 
uh, maybe close to a thousand over the other side. It got a place we're going to camp there. So uh, we haven't seen any bucks yet, but also hiking like middle of the day. So we've seen a, a handful of does down low and uh, starting to see some more deer sign. But yeah, we're starting to get into that alpine environment now. Patience uh, and persistence. That's it. We'll get there. That's it. Yeah, Tanner's young, go-getter, so yeah, he's doing good up here. We've got about 45 pounds apiece, maybe a touch more, the time we got everything in. Um, we're a little tight on water. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> um, we went, um, Tanner asked me what to bring for water. I told him, oh, I'm, I'm taking 32 to make it to the top. And we're about through that. I think I got half of mine left. And Tanner's probably about the same, but um, yeah. Sweat it out pretty quick. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, we've been sweating good. It's just um, in high elevation, too, we're already to 9,200 feet or so. So that takes it out of you, sweating really good. So, yeah, we're definitely, there's more more coming out than it's going in. <laughs> yeah, and a little coffee this morning, so peeing on the way up. But Yeah, now it's all good. God dang it. I've been waiting for this all year to get to this high country and chase these bucks and, um gosh this is like to be able to backpack hunt it's just the purest form of of hunting like carrying everything you need and getting into these remote drainages and basins and you know hopefully finding some good box so um we're beyond stoked we're going to capture it on film and um so yeah we're already getting some good footage and um get in here and make camp we're a day before season so we got time on our side yep be able to scout a little bit see if we can't turn up a good buck tonight and then um, start hunting tomorrow and also gives us like a good night to recover like get some good food in us some good water hopefully find our spring that's got water over there i don't know it could be touch and go too it's been five or six years since i've been into that spring but i'm sure there's water over the top so yep we're just climbing taking a little break here in the shade it's starting to really heat up it's like middle of the day we've got the last 1200 feet which is getting pretty gnarly at this point and it's like mountaineering it's pretty vertical and rocky but we'll just keep um climbing our way up in there and make camp and see if we can start turning up some bucks but it is awesome to be on the hunt like um grinding or not like i love the grind in all portions of it so um this is perfect for me uh but yeah absolutely love to be up here and um god i got a really good partner in tanner so yeah we're gonna kill it this year we're gonna kill a big buck on film yeah i'm excited we're yep. gonna go hard yep so all right, well, we're going to shut this off, collect our thoughts here, and throw back on our backpacks and get the rest of this climb out of the way and uh, get making camp. So we'll check in with you and let you know how we're doing and uh, when we're seeing things and um, making plays and try to keep you up to date so you can keep involved in the hunt. So, um, all right, guys, talk to you soon. Figure out how to turn it off. <laughs> okay. Day one, afternoon, here with Tanner. We've been busting these mountains. Boy, yesterday was a big push to get in. That last 1,200 feet or whatever we had to do, I think we did 3,600 total. Uh, but it was a big go just with that weight in the pack and then um, uh, just that all-day climb and heat got bad. You sweat a little bit, didn't you, Tanner? Yeah, sweating pretty good. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, that was a big push. But we made camp and then grabbed our gear and we made the ridge made a couple vantage points and we saw some bucks last night probably saw eight bucks last night something like that yeah all of eight yep and um there's there's one that's pretty heavy and nice forks on him good eye guards if he makes a mistake we'll make a play on him uh, we saw him again this morning opening day and gosh those those bucks we kind of repositioned to get a better angle on them and uh, we just lost them so they're somewhere over on this hillside, bedded, I'm sure, but uh, hopefully they'll show themselves. And then we saw another, uh, a real good deep fork buck. Um, we saw him across the canyon, and so it's this giant canyon. So lose 2,000 feet, gain 2,000 feet to get up to him, or at least 1,500. Um, and then we got to make it back to camp. So if he put himself in a bad spot, we'd go for it and come back with the headlamps. But kind of be nice to have the sleeping bag and stay over there if we went for him oh absolutely yep that um yeah so we're thinking we should probably have the sleeping bag in our packs 
it's like the weather forecast is really good for us. Not much rain coming in or anything. So I think we could just have our pad and our sleeping bag and then sleep over there if we end up over there. Make even a play. If we, even if we killed them, we could stay over there overnight. Traversing oh. these mountains and headlamps can get uh, a little dangerous and sketchy, but doable. Dude, you're right. Like navigating this country with a headlamp, um, there's just so many cliffs and things. We're just up at 10, 11,000 foot, and uh, it'd be gnarly with a headlamp, man. You could end up in a bad situation pretty quick. Oh, yeah, it's doable, but it's. Uh... buddy Coulter I was telling you last night but my buddy Coulter took a spill in here doing that exact same thing coming back with his headlamp and um you know didn't hurt himself too bad but took a spill and then I think he busted the string off his boat like on a rock or something gnarly good thing he already had a buck down yeah right (laughs) yeah he had a buck down so it was we were able to go get it the next morning but yeah it's a gnarly mountain range um to be honest like I'm usually used to seeing more bucks in here than we've been seeing but at least we're turning up some like i think we saw i don't know eight nine ten today something like that yeah what, five and then the six yeah yeah i think you're right so 10 of them and then two possible shooters and so we're just kind of sitting where we can view both of those spots um had some breakfast and getting to be about midday now so just hoping we can see these bucks swap beds or something and get a location on them but as of now we haven't seen a deer for a couple hours middle of the day yeah we're gonna tuck away for a little bit and then we'll capitalize on their mistakes right that's exactly right so mule deer hunting doesn't get any better i mean walking around with my bow in my hands trying to get a play on one so um in the game got some good sleep last night recovered from that hike so we're in it now and uh, no matter what we find whether there's a bunch of bucks in here or not we'll just keep cruising country and try to locate them and get some plays so um, super fun what we've been waiting all year for you see that smoke starting to clear so we've had smoke but check out that feature way down there that cliff yeah that green down there like they they got to be all the way on that slope all the way up but there's got to be twice as many bucks in here as we've seen look at how clear it is now we can see across this canyon way better too and some yeah, of this stuff kind of blew it out a little bit yeah it sure did kind of cleared up the smoke was supposed to be at its worst today um we could still see you just can't see real clearly long distances but um looks to be clearing up which is a good thing and uh yeah we just keep behind our glass it's just every little opening trying to find the right vantage points we've got a good one right now where we came all the way out this ridge and kind of looking back on where the buck is or one of the bucks are jesus i can't even talk i'm losing my mind (laughs) Uh, one of those five that that bedded somewhere over there and they're in like a good spot in open terrain just not quite sure where they got off to so they'll make a mistake here and show themselves and i'll check in with you guys keep you updated and uh, we're just going to keep after him, see if we can arrow a buck here. Okay. So we've been in here for three days, hunting for a couple. I think we left you last last night. I mean, it's just, um, we've just been grinding, just trying to hunt and find bucks and get on bucks. It's, um, what do you think about this, this country? It's rough and rugged. Yeah, right. But, uh... There's plenty of deer around, good bucks to be killed and hunted just till we get the right opportunity. Easy walking around here. Yeah, I mean, you sweat, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. so we've just been grinding. I mean, this um, high country is brutal. You got to want it. So last night we hunted the buck's nest, got down in there, and um, we did find three bucks. Um well, we spooked one as we got over there at like 20 yards. It was over the top in this bush. And uh, he he was like a wide four point with um, short forks, forks in the back. And so, like, I don't think a buck that we wanted to shoot and then saw a couple more down below us uh, that weren't quite it. And so then came back and did find that good four point down below. It's just in this wide open basin. There's just no play down there. Um you know, it's tough to be quiet moving down. And so then, um, came back. Um, I think we saw, how many bucks do you think we saw yesterday? 
yesterday. Oh, 10-ish, huh? Yep. Something like 10. Yep. So good numbers. It's just such big country like that. The buck we see across the canyon, like it's literally like uh, you should probably move your camp over there. It's lose 2,000 feet, gain 1,000, and then do it in reverse to come back. Yeah, it's a full day adventure. Yeah, so we had the sleeping bag today. We were ready to go for that buck. Got a better look at him, and then um, saw him. And he's a good buck. He's a shooter. He's you know he's just not a super megler or anything to go across the canyon. And I think if that buck beds in a good spot, it'd be a go. But um, today we had a better option. We saw like a bunch of deer that moved in through the sage, and um, there were some good bucks, including one that just had this mega frame on him and really heavy and man he was a, he was a good buck yes he was it was fun <laughs> it got exciting first, right? first first good stock of the trip yep and first, we were close oh man <clears throat> um it was an all-in moment we went down there it's tough to move slow right yeah yeah oh yeah especially going downhill in this slick rock slide crap you just can't control yourself to slide a little bit it's tough to go slow. Yeah. I look back and, yeah, you're, you're a ball of sweat down there <laughs> trying to move down on that buck. But, yeah, it's just a workout. Everything you do. Going as slow as I could. Yeah. I I'm mean, sweating. Dropping, dropping 800 feet down there to the bottom, Tim. Yeah. And so we watched him all morning, really patient, looking for him to bed. But there was so many deer there. And they got in a position where they were below this rock ledge. At one point, they started coming up at us. And um, we moved over into position, just perfect wind. It's just starting to start. Uh, the thermal's starting to go uphill. So it had a good wind, and then it started to get strong right as we moved down. It was like real late morning, and we weren't going to be able to see him bed. They kind of disappeared in the bottom, but we could still see him on the edge and made a play down over that bench to try to shoot that big buck. I thought it was a great all-in time. but Oh, it was all we got. That's all we had. Yeah. <clears throat> we couldn't do anything else, so we didn't come here to net, right? <laughs> so it. go after him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we went for him and then found his tracks down there where the bucks had moved over, and they just circled the hillside, and I know we never spooked him. It was a perfect win, good approach, super quiet, and um, he just wasn't there, and he moved around the mountain. We went looking for him, and then we cut his tracks again, and they kept going around, so maybe he'll end up back up in our drainage. Um, where we'll find them. We did. We ran into a couple guys up there, a couple hunters that were glassing and hunting that basin, and they had seen that that good buck in that drainage. Or you know, he's like a a good medium buck in that drainage, but good four point eye guards, like nice representation. And they were on him, and so we gave him that drainage, and we worked um across the draw and, and then back in that other one. Right? Morning hunt? Morning hunt. Yep. And then we had to climb all the way back up out of there, back to our packs. Um, <laughs> that was a climb. Yeah. Luckily, we didn't have our packs. Makes it a little easier. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so then we decided to bomb all the way back to camp. And then we have this different option to go down below us. <laughs> we just did the side hill through hell. God, how many? It's like like an hour side hilling down there. It's got to be two miles. Ah, man, it's just <clears> like a side hill through all the steep stuff and through all these cliffs. It's actually a pretty fun technical walk. But, um, anyways, down to this other vantage point, and um, yeah, saw some bucks down there. There's some bucks across there. I mean, they're a big go too. They're no easy feat. Like quantity and quality. Yep. So, a lot of good options for tomorrow. Yep, good solid bucks. They were kind of hanging out together and then split in two separate groups. So, we'll be down there in the morning, see what they do, and just need some of those high percentage stocks where you, you know, watch them until they get to their second bed. But, um, yeah, definitely some bucks in there that I'd be real happy with. So, um, we'll, be, we'll be side hilling in the dark in the morning. <laughs> Go sweat a little more tomorrow. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. It's, um, high country's brutal. And it's not cold. But, yo, know, we just got the the best weather, um, for hunting these things, like, hot and dry, and it's, like, a, it's a true adventure, and you, you gotta push yourself on the daily, and trying to get enough calories, enough water, take care of yourself up here, and be able to chase these things around, and then, 
you know, we haven't had any easy plays. Like, they all just, like, monumental goes where, you know, you really should move your camp down there. And we might do that yet. Or carry our sleeping bags like we did this morning so we can sleep wherever we end up. But, um, yeah, we haven't found any close. But I think today, I mean, this range has a good population, but I think we saw 30 bucks today. Yeah. Yeah. Including the morning and the evening for sure. Just a long ways off, but um shooters anyways like locating them can be half the battle and so now we're just playing the game and trying to get close and just um just going to take some big goes and some um some gusto you know and then just day after day just got to try to get stocks and we had a good one today just didn't pan out if you just stayed there he'd have been in trouble oh man good approach and the there was still like three does on the hillside had to watch them and like read when their heads were up or when they were feeding as we're sneaking down this slope and we kind of got a couple trees we were able to put in between us and them but you still had to check as one you know their heads would come out so we just thought those deer were going to be right there and they wanted to bed like we had watched them all morning till god it had to be getting late at that point like at least 10 yeah it was 10 ish 9 30 10 all the sun was on that slope had a little bit of shade down the bottom that's where we thought they were gonna hole up yeah we and we couldn't see they moved to our slope below us at one point came at us and then we're down in the bottom and so you know there was like you know maybe to keep eyes on them and see where they bed but we would have had to change hillsides all the way around lose a thousand gain a thousand it just wasn't feasible to try to find that thing in his bed again i think we made the best move and we didn't spook him no he's he's, around he's gonna be in this canyon someday yeah at some point so we'll see him again god he had this giant frame but he was a three by four um which is fine by me and then saw pretty good three by four across the way today too just big giant frame on him you know big heavy older deer gray body gray body (laughs) those gray bodies they just blend in too look like a rock diligent with the glass right and yeah yeah i mean you may be filming this thing but you're as much hunting as i am like partnership and man yeah you glassed up this group of bucks tonight um you're good on the glass yeah i appreciate it yeah takes time to learn yeah be hunting all the time yeah you got to have the eyes for it for man, sure and if i wasn't hunting with you i mean i'm filming but if i wasn't hunting and i'd get bored I get way too bored. You yeah. can't sit on a ridge and video constantly, you know? <laughs> yeah. Got to try to kill one. Yeah, we got to kill one. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to keep putting forth effort. But it is super cool. Like the, the purest form of bow hunting you can do, like when you carry everything and, you know, just such big effort. And it's like big, heavy loads every day, you know, just scope tripod cameras everything we got like god dang they just like we were talking about the other day is like mountain hunting mountain hunting sucks but at the same time it rocks because it's the only thing you want to do yeah <laughs> type two fun yeah type two fun yeah so we got some dinner in us we're gonna catch some sleep and um we're gonna roll down to this bottom canyon where i don't think there'll be any human pressure ever and um Try to catch up with one of those shooters tomorrow. Make it happen. Try to watch him to his bed, get a high percentage stock, but I think we got a good chance. We put that buck to bed, and he's going to be in trouble. Yeah. Well, good work, dude. Catch some sleep, and we'll start her again tomorrow. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, we're live. We're live. Made it another day. Got some dinner in us. It doesn't get much better than that. So we we forgot to check in. It was like uh, yesterday we had a monumental go and uh, had some action and uh, just couldn't make it happen. But, uh, man, did we do some miles and some elevation yesterday, huh, Tanner? Yeah, get home and crash. When it's dark, you just go to bed pretty quick, eat some food, and crash pretty quick oh my gosh <clears throat> crash i didn't even wake up once last night <laughs> i didn't hear you talking in your sleep once last night <laughs> yeah that'll happen i'll talk <laughs> yeah the first night I, I heard you over there in an argument with somebody i uh yeah we can blame that on the altitude right yeah i think so yeah <laughs> it gets weird up here at altitude <laughs> but yeah um 
So we just had a long day. Yesterday we did get three plays. Like it was off the hook. It was like why bow hunt? You know, we finally got a chance and the the goes were just so good. So we had like we're just hunting such big country right now. And so uh, you know, legs are definitely fatigued today, but we um yesterday we we went down, grabbed the vantage point and uh where we had seen the bucks the night before i don't know if i if i told them that or yeah i think i did we got yeah, on the podcast that we talked night about that a little so bit. yeah where we saw the shooter bucks down there we went back down into that canyon so side hill for a couple miles climb the hill grab the master vantage point look and then um man we didn't we didn't see a whole lot or we saw we the saw, bucks that disappeared right yeah and then it was getting late we were trying to bed those bucks and they disappeared on us yep and then uh you spotted later. the one up top, the gray buck. The gray buck, ghost. Dude, yeah. how well do these deer blend into the sagebrush? Can you believe it? And it's such big country. You're looking at some giant country. Yeah. You're looking at a mile straight up and down yeah. where these bucks could be. So, yeah, they, they blend in good. Miles and miles of country. And we're also glassing distant terrain a lot, too. Like, we're not only looking in the one drainage we're sitting... Uh, I got my headlamp right in your face. <laughs> I noticed that when I was looking at you. <laughs> uh, but you're not just glassing the drainage you're in. You're a- actually glassing the drainage back and across the big drainage, which is 2,000 feet of elevation loss and gain to get over on the other side. But we're looking everywhere. Yeah. And so that, there's nowhere out of play. Yeah. It's it's you see that buck, you, you get on your get get your boots on the ground and boogie. Oh man. And it's a boogie. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I, you spotted that one. You spotted the gray buck up there and a deer we hadn't seen in two hours of glassing this face. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long time. Yeah. A really nice back forks on him. And then he was a three by four, but just with a giant frame on him. Just looks super impressive. He's a pretty deer. I don't, I don't care if he's a three by four or four by four or six by six. He's <laughs> a pretty deer. Yeah. Yeah, he was a shooter. So yeah, we got all hyped up on adrenaline. So we're <laughs> we're all in. I got uh, it hardly takes any talking Tanner into it. Like he just <laughs> goes for it, which is great. It's like to make something happen, you got to make a play. And so, you know, the day before we had scooted down on that buck where he thought he was going to bed, made a play, and it was a bit aggressive. But we went for this one, and it was the perfect scenario. He bed in his morning bed for exactly two hours. Exactly two hours. Yep. And we figured it'd take two hours to get to him. Yeah. And it did. Yeah. When we ended up deciding to go. It took us a little bit over two hours to get there, get our boots off, stock in, and get on him. Yep. It took over two hours. So we would have been screwed if we would have waited or if we would have gone right off the bat. Yep. We would have been. Yep. It took exactly two hours. And it was climbing in the heat, but we let him get to his afternoon bed, which is such high percentage. He was in these timber patches, so it wasn't like big wide open and he's in the only patch of trees you know he's in a bunch of trees in a bunch of trees like it's dang near a forest up there but we had some landmarks off the ridge we had the big rock with the dead tree underneath it the two rock knobs we had to come over and so we made it up the ridge and made it around and we knew where he was bedded in his afternoon bed we knew the group of trees we didn't we couldn't see him in there and it was spot on yeah from what we had yep for landmarks oh we played it perfect and like you say drop the boots drop the shoes i think uh i i worked to the edge and i was in front and i spotted that doe down below over that ledge right there yeah and you turned back and you're like we're just too tight we can't sit right there oh my god (laughs) you're right on top of her we were like 20 yards it's so close and so we backed out and came around and came up above where we'd have a better angle and it's just like, man, it is so tough. Like, we're trying to get two people into bow range and get this thing on film. But we've got it all going. We've got a good wind. We've got our shoes off. We're silent. And, and then I look over that edge, and I can see that buck down there. I can see his forks. And um, so I, or, and you could see him, too, because you said it at the same time I did. You go, I can see his, his antlers in there. Yeah, I was like, is that his antlers? Yeah. Like, yep, right as I was go. looking, I was like, man, that's him. And so we, we crawled you know, and stayed low, silent, and, and got in to where we could see down that draw, and we got in the shadows. Yeah, we were right in the shadow. Yeah, and that's a huge... We had a tree huge... on the left and right side of yep. us, and we were completely sh- shaded in. Yep. So we were ready to shoot this buck, and uh, right as we got set up, there was a doe to our right that was staring at us through the trees, but didn't quite catch enough movement or didn't quite catch enough to bust us, but she was like... 
30 yards maybe she's close 25 yards yeah yeah because that tree was 28 when we ended up getting in there I, I i couldn't see the buck i was using you as a shield i was using you as like sagebrush you know mm-hmm. if you move i can move if you don't move i can't move but i so i only saw those two does to the righty because i was right behind you and uh yeah dude it's so perfect <laughs> when you get a cameraman that knows how to hunt like because they, like we're not going to get that many encounters right and so it's like trying to get that right and like you know, if, if you just move too much or make the wrong move, like it's, it's over and it's busted and it can go either way. Like I said, it can be me making a mistake, you making a mistake, but this deer caught us. We were like 30 minutes into it of waiting for him to stand and I could see his (laughs) chest and there was just a branch and I couldn't tuck it in and the buck was 40 yards. And I turned back to talk to you, had ducked my head and went slow, talked to you and as I came back around and I was lifting my head slowly, I saw his head snap around and he caught my movement right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, just trying to line up and make sure we could get him on film and get him shot or whatever. So it's just the way it goes. It's like uh, they're going to win a bunch, but that one stung a little bit. That one stung a little bit. Yeah, that was a really pretty buck. Oh, but- and we went so far, like you say, two hours and like... We dropped a thousand and gained fifteen hundred all day to make that play. And the half hour we're sitting there trying to be as still as, as we can. We have ants going up our pants, <laughs> down our shirt. We're just getting eaten alive, oh, and, we, and we can't move. <laughs> or can't else the gigs move. up. Uh, <laughs> dude, the ants that were crawling up my like that was we were must have been sitting in an ant hill or something. Yeah, but it was ridiculous. There were so yeah. many up I, my shirt. At one point, I could look at your legs. And I could see 15, 20, just crawling all over hell. It was insane. Oh, we wanted that buck so bad, and we had him. I just couldn't tuck that arrow in tight into his bed, but as soon as he stood, we were going to get him. Or if he worked to the left, which is which way he was facing or pointing, we were going to try to shoot him and get him all on film. So that one hurt. Rolled back up where the bucks had disappeared from us, found those things, and they joined up with other bucks, and... The problem is, is there's just so many eyes in there. How many bucks do you think there are? I think there? there was 10 or 11. Yeah. Three, two shooters for sure. Yep. Three on the fringe. Yep. But yeah, like you're saying, there's so many eyes. Not, on, not only eyes, but ears. Yep. Meal deer have great ears and eyes, and it's tough. A lot of times it's their, um, the sound that busts you, right? Because yeah. they hear something and they look in your direction and they will not look away until they see you or until they spot you. But a lot of times it's noise that busts you. Yeah, and that was a calm day that day too. Yep. When we stalked in on that big three by four, it was calm. Yep. It was <laughs> crazy. We were able to get as close as we did that, oh, on that bus. Oh, so close to it. Yeah, there was a little bit of wind. It was afternoon, but it was a, the calmest day we had had so far. And when we were stalking into him, it was dead still day here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It was terrible circumstances. So we spot all these bucks and we try to make a play and we're in the same basin as them. And we're trying to go high so they don't see us and sneak through the trees and keep trees. And there's just a lot of eyes in there. And so I'm not sure. And we got down in there and we started getting close to make this play or this approach on them. And we were pretty quiet in and through there. Um, I thought we were making a great play. And I don't know, we were checking wind, and wind got fickle in there. Yeah, we hit a certain layer on the mountain, and it just went haywire. Yeah, all day long it had been consistent and going the same direction. All week long. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. All week long. And and all of a sudden we got in there, so maybe one smelled us, maybe one like saw us in between the trees. We were still at least a couple hundred yards out from them. Yeah, we were and, a ways. And they they started busting... And they kind of busted up the hill, but it was like one sauce or, or smelled us or something, and none of the other ones did because they just started feeding and kind of moving. And um, so I took it like an elk stock, like it was like a herd of elk. Like they went over the ridge, and we'd try to catch them. And I thought we had them cut off that one time in the creek bottom, and they were crossing right to left. And we got set up perfectly where they were going to come across it you know, 50, 60 yards and be all broadside to us. And all of a sudden they kind of cut back up the hill and, you know, they're back up there, I don't know, 120 yards, 130 yards, something like that. Doing mule deer things. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we tried to make some plays on them. And then eventually I think one saw us through there and, you know, just got a bit aggressive with them for sure. Like was already in tight and it's just so, so much distance to get to them. And it was almost like, God, we can get a chance here if we can just kind of move with them. Yeah. So, 
you know, it didn't feel too bad about that one. The first one was money. And then we started hiking out and we started looking for where these bucks went. And sure enough, we see them again. Yeah, pull them up. <laughs> yeah. And they're in this sage and you just kind of don't know what, you, what you're what you working with until you get in there. And so we made a play at last light trying to use the wind there and uh, tried to work down on them. And it was like 200 yards and the, the gig was up. I think they heard us coming through that. We were going that. through some cliffy stuff. Yeah. Shale, sheep, mountain goat country where yeah. these mule deer are and... We, there's no way you're staying quiet and that stuff. Yep. So three plays yesterday. Got yep. pretty aggressive on the last two where it's like, it's it's not going to work out unless you find them in the perfect spot. And it's like, I have to relearn these lessons every year. You know, <laughs> you start hunting them. It's like, sometimes it isn't worth it or sometimes things change and you got to back off and just go, nope. And, but, you know, definitely got a little aggressive the last couple plays, but just trying to make something happen, you know, we're limited amount of days and just trying to get something done, you know, and there's, you gotta go on the stocks. Yeah. And how many, how many bucks do we look over that aren't shooters? And then finally you got two right there and you've got cliffs and trees and benches and rolls and you don't know, you may get down in there and be able to roll right over a little hillside or roll and shoot that thing right there you know feeding in his deal like that's why we're going for it yep and it takes gusto to go for it too and you never kill anything by you know like i'm i'm always on the side of aggressive more so than passive it's just the <laughs> you know i know patience kills the buck and it has to be perfect but you also know, you got to be lucky sometimes yeah, yeah so you when you're working in there and you end up seeing a little roll that you couldn't see from a mile away yep I'll take luck. <laughs> yep. Yep. And you just, um, and you, if you never go for anything, you never kill anything either. Like you, yep. you got to go in there and I think I can kill everything I see is my problem. You know, right. it's like, Oh, I can get right in there, you know, and then conditions aren't quite right. But it did teach, teach me a lesson of like, it's not going to happen unless it's perfect. Like no shortcuts. Every stock is so important. Like, you know, you just, you just got to treat them that way. Like the first stock we had. But anyway, so we you learn from every stock you put on too. Yeah. So that's how you get better. If you're if you stop learning, you're not getting any better, and you're gonna get worse. Totally. You got to keep on learning, keep going after these bucks, keep going on stocks. Dude, that's the key. You're and right. That's it. Make mistakes. You don't learn unless you make mistakes. Yeah, dude, that's it. But it was just an epic day in big mountains, and we finished the day with over a half marathon. And I don't know how much vert, like... <laughs> enough? <laughs> I mean, enough? best guesstimate, like, probably three to 5,000 vertical gain and loss. Like, yeah. it was somewhere in there. I mean, I'm sure I've got the figures on my phone or whatever, but I don't trust that thing. Like, you look at Topo and what you do, and it's like, you know, phone may miscount here or there, you know. I don't count in stairs. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, floors gained. Oh, <laughs> uh, just a bunch. So we were worked. But... You know, it's like the only way we're going to get this done is to go for it. So we woke up again this morning before light on time, back up to a vantage point, And um, we kind of went back behind camp to go look for, there was a big three by four back there and then another four by four. Yeah, it's been a couple of days since we were in there. Yep. So we didn't know if anything moved in or if we'd spot those two shooters that we found already. Yep. And it was slow this morning. It was really, we were pulling up deer. Yeah, we, we did. up a lot of deer. Does and smaller bucks. And there was a couple that were right on the edge of shooters, but we just couldn't, it's, you know, it's so much effort back in here. You just want it to be a deer that you're happy with that, yep. you know, like, a, um, in that one four point, you know, he was just, he had big backs. Well, he had backs, let's we'll say, but <laughs> you know, not much for fronts, but he just didn't quite have the frame. That he I wasn't was a looker. About. No, he wasn't a looker. And then That's I had sure. another gray buck that was on the other ridge over there, but he wasn't quite there either. I don't ever looked at that buck. I just yeah. took your word for it, but yeah, you're yeah. the one with the tag anyway. If you yeah. don't want to shoot, it's not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're a good judge of mule deer though. You hunt them quite a bit. And so you know what you're looking at. Yeah. You, you know, instantly you can look through that scope. I mean, you're glassing and hunting as much as I am. So, I mean, half the time I just hand you the scope and then listen to what you tell me. You're like, no, nah, he's not a shooter. It's like, I, I know you're spot on. Yeah. Yeah. But, Try to be. So, um, didn't find a shooter mid-morning and it was like, man, we just got to burn it. We're down to, you know, a handful of days. We got to get it going. So, we just started. We made the main ridge. We made another big climb. 
And then we just started working this ridge and covering multiple different drainages, trying to work down to where those group of bucks were yesterday that we ended up on that giant loop over there. Yeah, we're going to take it easy and, and, and go six miles into a different drainage, six drainages over our, in big country. <laughs> our camp is so far away and we got to climb that peaks in between us. Yeah, that's gnarly. Yeah. Put on your walking boots. Uh, be walking. We did on fatigued legs today. We just went for it. And then we got over there. We picked out deer out of every drainage, but it was just does and smaller bucks. Couldn't find a shooter. Yeah. A lot then, of does. I think we saw more does today than we have all trip. I think so too. Yeah. We did see a bunch of does. A lot of does. Yep. And then we, um, we could hear the thunder in the distance and it just wouldn't be a high country mule deer hunt unless he had a little lightning and thunder. And it's just weird to kind of read the storms. We've had such good weather, but I'm not sure where it's coming from. I think it's coming from behind us. I actually think it was coming north and south down the range. Don't you? Yeah, it could have been. I don't know. It seemed like it was all the way around us. And at, some, at one point I was like, man, it might completely miss us. I know. And then yeah. here it comes. Yeah. While we were trying, trying to get across that opening, and you're like, <laughs> we can make it. Let's just, let's just go for it. You, Barney's told me stories about uh the lightning storms up here and how it's gnarly and he's on top of a ridge and it's like god's shooting at him with lightning bolts because they're just everywhere and it's non-stop but yeah we can make it across that ridge so we go for it let's let's go for it uh, you're just trying to read the weather and you could hear it booming around us but we tried to make yeah that open flat where we were the tallest thing across there across that ridge because we really hadn't had a lightning strike very close to us they were booming but it was mostly thunder yeah 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 cloud lightning and booming but yeah we tried to make the opening and instantly halfway it starts to hail and then starts <laughs> to lightning right on our heels you know like <laughs> it, it wasn't too bad of a storm but so we got over and then we had to drop some elevation get to a safe spot but it was right where we wanted to glass anyways yeah we wanted to get over there we had a doe glassed up behind us yep and we didn't see anything, so we came. We wanted to get across to get yep. us across. Yeah, so we got across and went down, braced for the storm, got on all our rain gear and stuff, and it never really got us that good. I mean, it rained and hailed and, you know, some lightning around, but nothing really too bad or anything. But, yeah, all around us tonight, it was booming. Yeah. And then, um, so we started glassing, and then we... Finally, we picked up some bucks down and through there. Yeah, yeah you you were like, got bucks. And then immediately, I run over to you. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, we got we got bucks. We got yeah. good bucks here. Yeah. So there is one in there that's just a really good, nice, heavy four-point. That's a good shooter for me, something I'm happy with. And so we race down to go make a play on them. And it's like we got a good win, but it's raining on us. It's like uh, lightning around us. It's like total storm time. And these bucks are feeding in, like, the wide-open sage. Yeah, it was amazing you pulled them up because, like we were saying, picking up bucks in that sage is just insane. And you told me exactly where they were, and I was glassing for them. I couldn't find them until I looked through the spot scope, and they were right there. Yeah. Oh, man, those some of those gray bucks are so hard to oh. see in that sage. They're yeah, the only ridiculous. reason I could pick them up is the one red buck with them. Yeah, one yeah. red buck. So they kind of worked down, and we just um, we wanted to be aggressive and make a play on them and use the wind. Uh, but we also, it's like no shortcuts, you know, just can't get caught by these things, you know. Got to take every precaution, move at the right speed. And so we started down, and it was raining on us. And then we started to get in close with our first approach, and instantly I picked up that doe in front of us. Oh, yeah, I thought the gig was up right there. Oh, my gosh. She was like 40 yards through those trees, and she didn't see us at first, but then she kind of caught on to us and was looking right at us. Like and, she noticed something wasn't right. Yeah. Something wasn't there before. It was there now. Yeah, and it was before we could back out of there. And so we just froze, and we froze for a couple minutes. And then finally she went back to being a doe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and we snuck back around. But it was just tough to stay concealed from these bucks that are feeding in the open. And then they went down and joined up with a couple more bucks. And so we're just not sure where all the deer are. But we just keep, it's kind of like adapt as you go. Just yeah. keep trying to make good decisions as you go. Okay, I can't do this or this isn't going to work. Let's back around and go low. And so we used the wind. <laughs> it was like a... Like Rambo's first blood is what I kept saying. <laughs> like uh, we pretty much stalked down the creek. Yeah, that was epic. Dude, it's so wild. Literally down the middle of a creek. Oh, rainstorm in the creek. 
um, every plant's wet that we're crawling through, just going for it. And neither one of us had rain gear on at that point. We nope. were like, screw it. That's too loud. Yep. We're not going to wear it. We um, left our packs up top. And, like, I like stocking without a pack. And our packs are 20, 25 pounds with camera gear, spotting scope, tripod, you know, everything we need. But then when it's all in or game time, it's really nice to drop that pack and go light. Yeah, you're more agile. Yep, totally more agile. So we just, you had the camera, I had the bow, and we dropped down. And so we're stalking, like, Rambo, first blood, down through the creek. And then um, we get up and and crawl up to this spot and we're constantly readjusting our stock getting up looking at them readjusting and we finally put ourselves like a hundred yards away from them yeah we were and, close we we're getting tight we we're in that bubble yep we we're in the bubble and they were there and i could see him and i thought well i can move around and get 15 more yards down here and this buck's kind of pointed in our direction like like let's just let him come you know and um so yeah we we um we popped down those 15 yards and I looked up and that buck was walking right at us. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was 40 yards, um, gave me a shot and, um, yeah, put it on him. Like done deal. You got awesome footage of him on camera. Like it just, um, so sweet when it comes together. Like when it works out, have him work into you like that. He read the script. Oh my gosh. He did he ever. Script. He could have fed away. He could have just went down and passed us, got our wind, whatever, you know. Everything worked out perfectly that time, and it had to for everything to line up. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Yeah, it was epic. Yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable when it comes together. It's um, so challenging up here. We were on fatigued legs today, and um, the climbs got a little bit tougher, you know. They just take longer having to break. Yep. Um, like, wow, this really shouldn't be making me breathe this heavy, but oh, it is. Man. <laughs> it's the truth. Dude, you killed it. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. That's what you, I look forward to doing every year. And... Oh, man. Yeah, you made a good team member. That was awesome to close it out, be able to get a buck like that. Um, yeah, he's just a gorgeous, nice, big, heavy four-point high country deer. So we, yep. we packed him back to the saddle here above camp. Had to go over that one peak to get him back, but it, it wasn't too bad at all. Pack, we first had to pack him up to our backpacks, throw a, throw game bags over our shoulders and get her done. Yeah, oh, so... <laughs> go yeah, a thousand feet up. That's the deal. Yeah, when we went light and you had the camera yep. and I had my bow, I also stuck game bags in my pocket. I stuck my knife. You had your knife. Yep. Yep, and a headlamp. Yep. And then, yeah, we pretty much butchered that whole deer and carried him up. Would you call us Santa's little helpers, like like with the <laughs> carrying the gift bag, the gift bag full over of meat. our shoulder, yeah. rolling yeah. up the mountain? Yeah, that's right. And then um, packed him back and hung him up here above camp in that high saddle. He'll be good up there tonight, nice and cool. A lot of air moving around. Yeah, it'll be nice. Pick up camp and get to the saddle and boogie on. Yep, yep. That's it. Great adventure, dude. That was so fun. It's like, uh, this will set into afterwards, you know, just thinking about it and the different miles and the, every, every time we were faced with a de decision, we went for it, you know, we were definitely all in Yep. and, um, you know, starting to wonder if it can come together or not, you know, especially we pressured those bucks so hard yesterday. You don't know if you're going to find those again and just disappear. Uh, yep. But effort just pays off like big day today. You know, if we didn't put in that big effort, we didn't kill that buck. Well, today. we were saying today, it's like. We just need one more stock on a good buck, and it's done. Mm -hmm. If it wouldn't have worked, we'd have been saying that again. One more stock. All we need is one more stock, and it just keep rolling and rolling until you killed one. Yeah. God, we made good moves on that thing today, though. It was We did not give ourselves away one bit. Sound, you know, we were down in that creek bottom. We were fighting brush a little bit, walking through the creek. And <laughs> yeah, and those rocks were slick. Oh, my God, just slick as all get out. Yeah, Go with, for a swim real the quick. Rain. Oh, my gosh. Which I'm sure we could use. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Definitely need a shower. Yeah. yeah. Let me take a bath in that creek tomorrow and get that buck out. No kidding. Yeah, that'd feel pretty good. But, well, right on, man. Thanks a bunch. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. We'll go I hike appreciate out. you having me come along. We're going to have a lot more badass films coming oh, out. Oh, man, are we ever, dude. I can't wait to see this one come out. I think it's one I'm of excited. the coolest ones I've ever put together. <laughs> yeah. 
know you're a good team member with so much great content so yeah no that's that's awesome to be able to capture all this and then like I can relive this for the rest of my life you know whether it's put out anywhere or not or anybody else gets to see it but just for me like uh to be able to remember this hunt and the adventure of it and um, see it all put together is going to be amazing, dude. I well, can't what, wait. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just memory to hold on to for sure. Mm-hmm. Mountain hunting sucks, but that's what you get to look back on too and you enjoy it. And mm-hmm. it's crazy how much it sucks at the time. And then you look back on all these hunts and it's like, wow, I'm glad I did that stuff. Mm-hmm. We had the afterburners on this trip. That's for sure. <laughs> we got one more climb to do tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we do. One more climb. Yeah. Well, sounds good, man. All right. Well, um, I'm sure we'll be on another hunt here soon. Thanks a bunch for jumping on the podcast here. You betcha. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Uh, Thanks again to Tanner for his amazing effort on that hunt. Uh, Just an amazing adventure. Um, I just, uh, those high country hunts just uh, burn into my memory. I just absolutely love what it takes on those hunts to be successful. And we put next level effort into that hunt. And, uh, that's the only way it came together for us. Um, some of the, the climbs we had to do, uh, the, the warm weather heat, uh, that we had to contend with, um, big miles. Uh, it was just a vintage high country hunt. It's just the ones that I absolutely love. And uh, I've got another one coming up. I can't wait to embark on this. I leave here in another week or so and uh, going to go disappear in the high country again. Uh, just finished up my antelope hunt, got got home, got that deer all butchered up, gear put away. And uh, pretty soon I start thinking about hunting again. And I just love the prairies and chasing these antelope as they really improve on the spot and stock skill set. And, um, yeah, just, uh, uh, able to make it happen in a couple stocks on a really nice buck and get him down. And so, uh, super fortunate for that. That was an amazing hunt as well. Uh, the only sad part is that it's already over, but, um, I just, uh, I, I love being in the prairies and on the mountains and, and, you know, it, it's so fun to, to do what you truly love to do, you know, and so, uh, it's just been amazing so far, and we're just getting started here. So I uh, wish you guys the best luck this season. And, um, man, get after them and, and uh, leave it all on the field and have some fun. I uh, also want to thank Eastman's for their support. I want to thank um, High Mountain Seasonings uh, for keeping me alive in the high country with that jerky marinades. Uh, I want to thank Sig Sauer for amazing optics. Uh, those new image-stabilizing binos are just wild. Uh, they they really help in turning up game, so I'm super impressed by those. In fact, i got to change those batteries in those things here for this next hunt. Uh, yeah, they, so the the 15s take a AA, and then uh, I think the 10 the buys take a CR2, so I just bought a bunch of batteries on Amazon. And they seem to last for about, I mean, it lasted the entire hunt, so I think I'll get 10 days out of them or so, uh, or more. But um, yeah, we'll change those things out. And uh, it's it's pretty wild going to a new optic system, you know. So uh, I, I'm trying it out, and so far I'm pretty impressed. Um, also want to thank Eastman's for their support of the podcast, everything they do for me. Um, again, just got one of those brand new Sig Sauer rangefinders, and I didn't think I could improve on what I had, but this newer version is just amazing. It's uh, uh, they call it the the Kilo Five K. Um, what a rangefinder! Can't wait to put this thing to use. So, um, yeah, thanks to those guys. Thanks to Sig. Thanks to you guys for following along. I hope that uh, that second recording, that little bit of windy audio, didn't take away from the total recording. But you know, it's like these live hunts are just in real time. Like you get to you get to hear the ups and downs of this hunt. You get to hear my mood and how I'm approaching things, you know, and, and what my thought process is for the next move or to try to be successful. And so, uh, I I think it's important to share that authenticity with you, even if there is a little wind noise, but you guys let me know, uh, if you'd rather have me sit down and do a solo podcast with good audio on a mic, you know, I can also do that as well, but I kind of like capturing these in the field as I go. Uh, it's pretty neat. And, um, it's, it's, neat for me to listen back to as well so uh, I enjoy I enjoyed putting it together and um, yeah I just really appreciate you guys and the support uh, through the podcast and social media and I just wish you a really good hunting this year and and um, you know I hope you guys get to go on some good adventures and enjoy yourself and clear your mind and 
man, it's good for us guys to, to have a passion and something that we really love to do. So uh, just wish you guys the best and, and uh, want to share in your success this season and keep bringing you guys these next level recordings. This next one I have that I've been sitting on, I've been teasing this one for a while, but this one I did with Robbie Denning on Mule Deer is so good. Uh, so I'm going to make sure I get this out to you guys. I just wanted to get you guys this live hunt since it's all fresh. Uh, just got back from it. Uh, so you guys could listen into this one as you're traveling to your hunting spots or on your hunt. But, um, this next one with Robbie Denning is absolutely fire. Uh, so I'll, I'll get that one out to you guys next week. And, um, man, I'll be leaving on a, on another high country hunt. Uh, it's like a dream world for me. Uh, just love this life I get to live. So, uh, thanks you guys. I appreciate you and I'll check in with you next week.